as the world fell, each of us in our own way was broken. It was hard to know who was more crazy. Me or everyone else. I am haunted by those I could not protect. So I exist in this wasteland. A man reduced to a single instinct. Survive. Welcome to Election Profit Makers, your guide to winning and losing money on the 2020 elections. I'm David Reese. I'm here in studio with Starly Kine. Hi. Hi, Starly. Hi, David. And joining us on the line from North Carolina is my friend and yours, the one and only John Kimball. Hello, John Kimball. Hello, everybody. Hello, David. Hello, Starly. Hi. Nice to hear your voice again, my friend. Good to hear yours. So the last time we recorded an episode of Election Profit Makers, it was the day after the 2016 presidential election. Feels like quite a while ago now. I feel like it feels like just yesterday. Um, I do. No. Really? Yeah. Since since that day, we've done nothing but think about that day. Uh-huh. And time has collapsed in the most confusing way. It uh-huh. definitely, at most, it feels like 18 months have passed. Oh, I would go with 200 years have passed. Well, no, but every single day is 200 years. Right. Days become years and years become days. Yes. Yeah. Fair enough. It may come as no surprise to learn that the three of us have not spent much time on Predict It since that Tuesday evening in 2016. John, you did go back in for the midterms, correct? I went in for the midterms and did some trading, and I know that I made some money, but Predict It has this big update now where um, you can't go back and look at your trades, at least that I can tell, uh, that have been made in the you know longer than 30 days ago. So I can't really tell you exactly what I what I traded in 2018. It's probably all on their servers and you probably have to fill out a freedom of information request and then they print it all out on dot matrix paper and send you a big bundle of, of pages and then you can rifle through them and be like, oh yeah, I remember when I thought Ben Carson was going to be the Republican <laughs> nominee until he couldn't find his way to the debate stage and everyone made fun of him. And then, oh, of course, he has the last laugh, Secretary of Housing and Urban <laughs> Development, $50,000 desk or whatever. What do you buy? Some fancy table? His table's like nicer than my whole apartment. Wait, uh, is he still? Yes, of no, course he is. possible. Why, why? Who's going to fire yeah. him? He's an amazing brain surgeon, Starly. You think he can't <laughs> figure out how to fit more people into these crappy apartments do you think he's do you think he's take the desk as his model for like apartments like that's what he's yeah like for his low income housing the the desk seems expensive but when you know i have 200 families living under it you'll see it's actually pretty good return on investment for uh these apartments what is predicted john predicted well officially it's a a a non-profit venture which is run by Victoria University or owned by Victoria University in New Zealand. It's run and operated by a company called Aristotle, which is a political technology firm in Washington, D.C. It is not illegal, predicted. (laughs) It it has a no-action letter from the CFTC, which is the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, because Predicted has agreed to limit the markets to political outcomes only for academic purposes. So they give some of their data away to 
a, a bunch of universities. Also, there's a limit of $850 for individuals uh, per contract. So predicted acts like a stock market for political events. Each event, traders exchange shares that the event will occur or not. Everything is binary. You can buy shares and yes, an event will happen or no, it will not. Will Bernie Sanders be the Democratic nominee for president? Will somebody eat salad with a comb on the Democratic debate? Right. So for every one of those, you can only bet a maximum of $850. Right. You can put thousands and thousands of dollars into Predict It, as Mm -hmm. someone you and I both know did, (laughs) and you can lose thousands and thousands of dollars on Predict It, but for any given contract, you can only bet $850. Okay. Right. Each share is somewhere between one cent and 99 cents, which is sort of a way of representing the percentage probability traders believe that this event is likely to occur. If the event comes true... Predict it rewards the holders of yes shares with $1 per share. And the holders of no shares get nothing. And again, we want to emphasize that using Predict It is not illegal and listening to this podcast is not illegal. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what you hear on the streets. This is a legal podcast. Let's let's get mm-hmm. season two of Election Profit Mater started. Yeah. Lord help us all. John, what are you looking at this week in your portfolio of trades? Ooh. <laughs> well, right now, click over to oh. my stomach. Why is Hillary Clinton's face still all over the fucking place on Predicted? She's not running for president. They have all these markets where, like, I was looking at one because... market where Hillary Clinton was trading higher than Elizabeth Warren to be the Democratic nominee. Yeah, she's still she's trading at six cents to be the to be the nominee, and Warren is only trading at four cents. That's... Wait, are you kidding me? No, are I didn't want to tell me? you until no. we're on mic, but yeah. So that's easy money. You just go in and bet no, and um, you'll make four cents minus predicted cut. <laughs> you know I love to make my four cents. I've built so many empires in, on foundations of four cents. I mean, this is – I'm looking at predicted on my phone. I so This is the, the first, first time you've looked at it yes. in a long time, right? I just logged on. At the top of the website, it says the state of the democratic race, and it's a, a terrifying map of – It's a map of the United States. Almost all of it is red. No, that red is for Bernie Sanders, actually. It's not. It's it's intensity of support. Socialist red. It's red roses. It's DSA red. It's it's not GOP red. Okay. Okay. And then I scroll up and I see a grid with four boxes on it. Uh Sanders, Biden, Bloomberg, Clinton. The four (laughs) greats. Who else would you want to be president, Starly? I mean, right there is a tasting menu that would that would sate any appetite. You got Joe Biden, the coolest guy who ever lived. You got Mike Bloomberg, the second coolest guy who ever lived. And he's rich. So yeah. bump him up to number one. Who was the third one? Buttigieg? There's, no, Bernie Sanders. Oh, Bernie and Sanders. Hillary. Coolest guy who ever lived. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Hillary which Clinton? Clinton? Hillary. Oh, Hillary Clinton. Coolest lady who ever lived. There you go. So, John, what are you betting on? I'm really undecided on on where to bet. I, I, I'm thinking that Biden is going to do pretty well in in the South. He is trading at 89 cents right now in South Carolina. That's kind of high. That's kind of an expensive stock if you were to buy that. But I do believe that he will win South Carolina. So that is something that I would probably buy, but I don't know if I would buy at 89 cents. It feels a little high. 
And what do you think about the elephant in the room? Tuesday, Super Tuesday. Super Tuesday. I I I think Biden does well in the South, and I think he's going to be back in it. I Whoa! Think he's going to, uh, what? Whoa! Yeah. How? Yep. How? I mean, I think Sanders still has the you know the best odds of of winning the the nomination, but I, Biden is going to be back. Wait, back? He was never in it. He was never in it. So Biden's, like, no, he was Biden's only in, in it. He was in it conceptually before he started running, and then he was never actually in it once he actually started running. As soon as he showed up and opened <laughs> his mouth, yeah, it was corn pop. Yeah, and people were like, "Is this dude in it?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to me, he so far is just a man who's wearing headphones and doesn't know that he's talking louder than his normal oh, right, speaking like, voice. Yeah. <laughs> That's what his entire campaign is to me. He's so like, far. what did you say? I'm washing dishes, listening to my audiobook. I yeah. can't hear you like yeah. that. And yeah. everyone on the plane is like, you're screaming. Yes. Right. Yeah. I think I think a lucid Biden, which is no guarantee, <laughs> is a, a really tough candidate to beat. And I think he performed well in the past debate and mm-hmm. his town hall uh, the other night was really, really well done. So if Biden wins South Carolina by a significant amount, then I think that will change the calculus. That doesn't mean that he's the front runner, but he's back in it. And if Sanders wins South Carolina, it's over. Oh, if Sanders wins South oh. Carolina, yeah. They could probably go ahead and cancel Super Tuesday. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Save everyone a lot yeah. of time yeah. and effort. And and, yep. and how do you think Warren's Warren's gonna Warren's gonna be after Warren after. is not going to win anywhere. <gasps> she's she's done. No, she's done. Even though she may be the best candidate and she may be the smartest and she would probably be the best president. Yeah. She's yeah. my favorite. She's yeah. my favorite. She's just she's not she's not doing it. If if Biden is suddenly back in it after after South Carolina, then that increases the likelihood that nobody's going to get a majority. So it actually uh, it, it, it encourages people to stick around if you have a so-called contested convention. Especially Warren, because she is she has but she is by far the the candidate who is more voters number two choice. Isn't that correct? Right. She's the unity candidate. She's the unity candidate. John, do you think she would stay in? After Super Tuesday, if Bernie just runs away with it and Biden is not a threat, she'll drop out then, right? There's nothing that she can gain by staying in the race if Bernie is the clear front runner. It's only if Biden is the clear front runner because, and then everyone expects a shit show at the convention, then she can step up and be like, hi, everybody. Remember Mike Bloomberg? Yeah. Let's go. I mean, they all have different motivation for right. whether they're going to drop out. Do they have money? Um, are they having a good time? Are they winning delegates? Uh, are there is there polling going up? So if her polling starts going up, even though she can't win the nomination, she may just stay in to try to grab some more delegates. Because delegates are leverage. There's only one candidate who's in it just because he's having a good time, though. Really? Tom is... Steyer. <laughs> like, there's no one is else. Is that guy having fun? He's uh, this is the greatest time of his life. Really? He's the he's like the Kickstarter. Um, donator who gets to be the in the movie the speaking role with all of his favorite actors. <laughs> right. He is so happy. Oh my god. Also my third choice. <laughs> my, what? I have no choice but to he he has to be my third choice. Really? Yeah. I, <laughs> out of all the old men yelling on that stage, <laughs> he 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 yells the softest. You want a male, soft yeller? He's the softest right. male bellow. Oh right, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's a mellow yeah. bellow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, who is Tom Steyer? I haven't. I, cards on the table. I haven't watched any of the debates. I can't stand to watch that stuff. Yeah. My attitude is like, I know who I'm voting for. Who is Tom Steyer? He's a hedge fund manager. Oh, perfect. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't yeah. actually know that. So now I have to. Oh, you thought he got his billion dollars like in a cool, righteous way? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was invented. If John was like, oh, he's a billionaire because he invented this water purification system in Africa and just gave it away to free to everybody. I thought he invented like. Um, a little tiny item that we can, oh, we have to use, like right. an attachment, yeah. a plug, a thing on your shoelace. He he's can, the guy he's who like invented that. putting handles on toothbrushes. Exactly. Right. Yeah. With these brushes and was like, there's got to be a better way to brush your teeth. What if you could hold it yeah. instead of just swallowing it? That's... No, hedge fund. Hedge fund. Oh, okay. It's well, usually a fair bet that if a guy has a billion dollars, there's a hedge fund involved somewhere. I guess I've been living in a delusional yeah, that bubble. that was wrong. How much is Biden winning in South Carolina going to affect Super Tuesday? It's not going to affect Super Tuesday. Yeah. Bernie's going to be no, the no, nominee. no. It is going to affect Super Tuesday because I don't it, think so. it, he can rebound into Super Tuesday with a big media push. That doesn't guarantee that that happens. But if you look at McCain coming back in two thousand, he he won in South Carolina and then was able to to use that momentum to do well on Super Tuesday. So Biden needs to win in South Carolina, but he probably needs to win by a lot. I don't think Biden is going to blow anyone out in South Carolina such that it's going to affect any Super Tuesday votes. I think Bernie Sanders is going to be the nominee and is going to lose to Donald Trump. There, I said it. Oh, already you're saying it. I said it. I have to say it. I've had a headache for like two days thinking about getting back into it. I used to have so much faith in Bernie bringing together this new coalition of like – you know, shit posters and 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 union workers and people who've never voted before and African Americans getting peeled off of Biden and getting into Bernie's vision of a uh, seeing racism in terms of economic justice and stuff. And it's just like they're not showing up yet. And I don't know. Like I don't know, man. I feel pretty bleak about it. This is just to say to you guys: last time I was betting with my heart. This time I think I'm betting with my wallet. I'm still betting with my heart. God bless you. I, I have I have to. So if Bernie's I, the nominee, if you're gonna bet on Bernie over Trump no matter what? Well, so I'm gonna bet with my heart first off by betting for Warren over Bernie, even though that's that's not betting with my wallet. <laughs> no, that is not. And I I I can't imagine it will be the final way that Trump wins. If I bet for him over, over Bernie, Bernie. I because like yeah, yeah. I just I ha- that's like the piece of myself I have to hold on to. All right, yeah, that makes sense. We all have to figure out what we can't let go of and what yeah. we have to hold on to. And if you see me betting for the president, I'm gonna knock over that laptop Bernie, out of your hands. Well, you'll know that something. You'll keep, oh, you're, it's you're like broken. Watching, I'll you'll, be like, yeah, oh, she's yeah, yeah, broken. Yeah. Okay. Hey, it's Bob Saget here, and guess what? The name of my podcast is Bob Saget's here for you. Everybody's got a podcast. We know that. I've been doing mine for a while, even before all this craziness of uh, 2020 happened. And thank goodness we're coming out of it. And I'm continuing to do it forever because I love it. And it's something I love because I get to talk to comedians that I love and actors and, and writers and sports people and news people and call you guys sometimes and see how you guys are doing. It's available, of course, at Apple, and it's also available at Spotify, and so you want to subscribe and listen to it. In fact, pause the podcast you're listening to right now and listen to my podcast, Bob Saget's Here For You, and then go back to your podcast. So it was an extra hour, 90 minutes or whatever, so you could get a little extra entertainment out of your day. That's what I'm hoping for. All the best. I'm excited. I'm going to vote on Tuesday. What are the states that are involved in Super Tuesday? 
A list of Super Tuesday states? Yeah. That's a good question. Super Tuesday states, Alabama, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia. Boom. And I'll vote for Warren. I'm going to vote for Warren. Are you going to vote for Warren? She's the best. I'm going to vote for Warren. She's my favorite. Yeah. But I'm not going to put any money (laughs) on her winning anything because she's done. I mean, God love her. She carried out the political hit job of my lifetime on Mike Bloomberg the other night at that debate. And Bernie Sanders owes her something. I don't know if he's going to put her in cabinet position of like chief chief of assassinations or something, but she earned it. And they should be bending the knee to her because yes. she kneecapped the fuck out of Mike Bloomberg. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. And also people are like, why did Warren spend all this fire attacking Mike Bloomberg? Bernie's the threat. It's like because she wants because she would rather have Bernie be president than yeah. Mike Bloomberg, obviously. Yeah. She follows her heart. She's betting with her heart. Oh, fuck. She is. And look where look where she's at. Trading under Hillary Clinton. <laughs> that's pretty intense. I mean, that's a that really brings things into focus. Oh yeah. There's been a lot brought into focus. The last you know what would be amazing years. is if Bernie doesn't win the majority of delegates and then the super delegates nominate Hillary Clinton and then Hillary Clinton is the Democratic nominee. That would be really exciting. Their markets would be going crazy. We can all agree that would be objectively exciting, right? Yeah. We would then time would really start looping. Yeah. Time would re- really, really, <laughs> really yeah. start looping. We wouldn't know that there's other people in the world at right. that point. It just comes down to two people embraced and fighting forever, like that Star Trek episode where those two guys go off and just wrestle forever. Yeah. That's what it's like. So, John, are you in on Super Tuesday markets? Is your Biden is back narrative? Are you going to bet all your money on Joe Biden crushing on Super Tuesday? Yes. Whoa. Uh, and I'm also <laughs> really? betting no on Sanders in Minnesota. Really? Why? Just because that's where Klobuchar is from Mm. and he was trading pretty high. So I don't know if I'm going, I think it's important to point out to people that aren't, haven't been on predictive before is that you don't have to wait till these markets resolve to get, you know, where they resolve and then you get the $1 Correct. You can ride waves. Um, you can buy hop on, these things. hop off, city and, bus, wave rider. Exactly. Exactly. So I plan to ride some waves by. We're so low, back so in the hard. game now. <laughs> We're so back in the game. Everyone start waxing your boards. Yeah. Oh, baby, I hear those waves are calling. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. So you're going to be riding some Klobuchar waves out there on those Minnesota waters? Yep. I'm I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to getting back involved, but I'll be perfectly honest. Right now, I, it, I feel very green. For me, logging back on to predict it was like <laughs> it was like breaking back into the abandoned school where you used to get beat up every day in eighth grade, <laughs> and you and you and you break in. Think and maybe I'm thinking this because John Kimball and I actually went back to our own high school that's about to be demolished, and we just randomly drove by it and walked in, and they said, "Oh, it's a good thing you came. Two weeks, it's going to be gone." So we were walking through the hallways of our of our high school, which was totally empty. I thought going back on a predicted, it's like, let me log back into this site of my personal trauma. It's probably going to be tumbleweeds in an abandoned building. And it was like, oh, it's all different and fancy now. And there's 100 pictures everywhere and bright colors. It made me kind of mad. Like, don't you people know this is a bad place? We shouldn't be here. Right. You know? Then I log on to my account. I have $12 left over from 2016. I sunk hundreds of dollars into this website and always kept track of my little amount I had. Said, you have $12 to trade with. Go have fun. It's like the opposite of Tom Steyer. So how much money do you think you're going to put in? 
I'm going to take this little mustard seed of $12 and I'm going to tend to it and it's going to grow and grow just like in that parable in the good book, the Bible. And then I'm going to uh, just tend to it. I don't want to put in more money than this $12. I probably will though because I remember what happened last time with the fucking Access Hollywood tape. I had such a rush of euphoria. I think I put hundreds of dollars in because I was convinced Mike Pence was going to drop out. Remember that? Yeah, that was... We used to be uh, so fucking stupid about this stuff. Wait, you are trying to say that you are... You're going to only invest $12? No, of course not. I'm going to... I'm going to probably be selling plasma in two weeks to (laughs) keep putting money into this. You know, like, I have to. Why do you have to? I'll tell you why. Actually, let's get back to betting with your head versus betting with your heart. And here's something where I'd be interested to hear what John thinks, because John's living down in North Carolina. So I made a promise to myself when the Democratic primary began. I'm a what you might call an accomplished Twitter user, which is to say I can look at it for multiple hours every night without breaking a sweat. Um, I said, Twitter's going to get really gnarly during the Democratic primary debate. I'm going to completely ignore all that stuff and focus on the North Carolina Senate race. So the Republican Tom Tillis is a first-term senator from North Carolina. He defeated Kay Hagan, who was the incumbent Democrat. He's up for re-election. He's a Trump bootlicker. He's a dipshit. Um, he's got an A-plus rating from the NRA. Um, I was like, maybe I'll just focus on on getting seeing if he can lose his Senate seat. So I looked into it. So there's an interesting dynamic that's going on in the North Carolina Senate race that kind of has parallels to the Democratic national race, which is that there are two leading Democratic contenders vying for the primary. One is a guy named Cal Cunningham, who's an army reservist and a business uh, lawyer, business guy, white guy in a suit that Chuck Schumer likes. So the DNC is backing Cal Cunningham as like a left-leaning moderate who could probably take on Tom Tillis in a state that is purple but went for Trump in 2016. Cal Cunningham has a challenger that's running to his left named Erica Smith who's an African-American lady, and she's done work in education and engineering. Um, and she is currently a state senator for the you know state senator in North Carolina. And she's running against Cal Cunningham in this primary to eventually go up against Tom Tillis. So I was looking at them and I was like, well, obviously I like Erica Smith because she seems more left wing than, than Cal Cunningham. I will say both of those campaigns need to Take a good hard look at their campaign logos and their overall graphic design. I mean, this is like some MS Paint level, like, guys, we need to get some logos up in here. This is not looking like serious campaigns here. But put that aside, you know, I'm, I'm extremely sensitive to visual aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe other voters aren't. Maybe they see awkwardness graphically as a sign of sincerity, like the Make America Great hat, right? So I was like, all right, I'll give to both these guys and just made it made the best candidate win. I don't care. I just want to get rid of Tom Tillis. Like I care about Tom Tillis a little bit more than I care about the president. You know? Like it would like like No, I don't know. Well let me fin let me finish, John. So okay. right. I was like, I'm gonna get in on I'm gonna I'm gonna invest in this race because there is polling that both Cal Cunningham and Erica Smith both beat Tom Tillis. These are tight races. This polling is old, but they both show the centrist Dem, Cal Cunningham, and the more left-leaning Dem, Erica Smith, beating Tom Tillis. And and people are labeling this. This went from lean Republican to toss-up. I'm like, this is North Carolina time right here. Like, maybe they can do that. Maybe they can take out Tom Tillis. I'm going to get up in these Tom Tillis markets. And when November rolls around and it's time to go knock on doors and whatnot, I'll go to North Carolina and just knock on doors for whoever wins this Dem primary. 
Now, a couple of interesting things have happened. Erica Smith, a big part of her argument is like, once again, the Democratic establishment is endorsing a safe centrist candidate who doesn't represent real change and will lose to Tom Tillis. That sounds kind of familiar. We all remember this type of rhetoric from 2016 and more more recent elections, right? From like last three days ago. Right. And also from three days ago. It's the classic choice. I was like, yeah, I get it. But at this point, I'm so battle ravaged and PTSD (laughs) about this stuff. Like, I don't I don't I don't care. Like, (laughs) like maybe if a centrist can win, I'm going to vote for the centrist. Like, I don't care anymore. Uh, (laughs) Episode one. Episode one. I don't care anymore. Um, But then uh, Dr. Reverend Barber, who some of you might remember, he's mixed in the in the second election profit makers mixtape throughout. He came out and kind of subtweeted at Schumer and the DNC and was like, they need to stop weighing in on these safe centrist candidates in these in these southern elections. I was like, oh, shit, Dr. Barber's getting involved. Like, maybe that's going to change something. All this to say that the one predicted bet I have made since we decided to reboot this podcast Mm -hmm. is which party will win the U.S. Senate race in North Carolina in 2020? Republican trading at 55 cents, Democrat trading at 48 cents, and I went in and bought shares of the Democrat winning. This spread, John, unpredicted, is much wider than the polling data when Tillis goes up against either of these two candidates. What say you, John Kimball? I'm skeptical God damn it. that the Democrat can win in North Carolina. Why? Uh, because, because Trump is on the ballot. And that doesn't mean that whoever is is running as a Republican might do worse than Trump. But I think Trump will have coattails enough to pull Tillis across the finish line. Remember how unpopular the North Carolina governor was in 2016, Governor McCrory. Right. Bathroom, I mean, bathroom bill McCrory. Terrible. We knew. Well, first of all, we I knew, I was sure that Hillary would win North Carolina, but I was sure that McCrory would would lose. And McCrory did lose, but he only lost by something like- It was an insane squeaker. It was insane. It was several thousand votes. It was really close. So Trump almost pulled this guy across the finish line. Well, but I think that it's it's going to be hard to be in the predicted business this time because we everything that we thought we could try to factor into our decision making last time didn't work. I don't know what anything means anymore. I don't know how we can predict anything. You're saying just the same. Well, I think that's a good way to look at it. I think I think it is important. Yes, what you're saying is we need to acknowledge uncertainty. That is a big part of this. Yeah. And- Sounded like my therapist all of a sudden. <laughs> Jeepers. Last time there were people out there preaching about uncertainty. Nate Silver was and and he was getting a lot of heat for it. And and but a lot of people didn't listen to him. Who's going to win North Carolina on Super Tuesday? I'm going to say that Biden wins. The only reason I could ever imagine myself pulling for Biden over Bernie as the nominee is because I do think that if my main goal is flipping that Senate seat, Biden does more for the down ballot candidates than Bernie would. Yep. I kind of think that because I looked at some polling that showed me that too, that Biden beats Trump by more in North Carolina right now than Bernie does. And if all- you saying that the Senate is important? What? You're saying the Senate is important? Yeah. 
I think the Senate is important, yeah. right? I agree. Oh, That's I see what you. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. So a little background yeah. here. Oh, oh, I see. I see you, John. <laughs> I I see what you just did there. A couple months ago, I think John was making the same argument to me using texting technology on our phones. And it was like, it doesn't matter. Biden sucks. You just got to vote for Warren or Bernie. And now, um, hmm, interesting. How interesting is another teach, teachable moment for me where I've internalized something an authority figure told me. And then later, I convinced myself that I came up with it myself. Right, John? Is that what you're saying? Please don't make me the authority figure this time. You want to be, though. You do, John. You do want to be. I get that you want to hold that whip. That little just move like you just punish, pulled with David yeah. right now. I, I'm the savvy guy. I'm Mr. Savvy, right? Yeah, you were pretty savvy on election night 2016. <laughs> <laughs> you have a personal... You don't want to just get your money back, though, John. You want... He, you, has, to, he has to get his name back. Yeah. I mean, he's got to get his dignity back. Yeah, this is some like Rocky Five. The one with the robot. The one where he comes back older. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? A- after 2016, I did age a lot in the months after that because I did grow a big, bushy beard. Oh, my God. But right. Now that that is gone, I-, I look young again. Other things that have I changed forgot since about 2016. Your beard, yeah. beard obsession. No, save this. We should announce now that we're starting a Patreon. And for our Patreon supporters, we'll be posting bonus episodes. And that's when we'll talk about everything we've been working on personally since 2016. Just let John talk for one hour about when he got obsessed with Jeff's beard boards, the message boards about beards, and he tried to convince all his friends to grow beards. And we all started growing mm-hmm. beards, and then just sent, we'd have to send photos to John every day so he could analyze our beards. And then John all of a sudden didn't have a beard anymore, and he was like, what happened? And he's like, oh, I just decided beards suck. Like, what? We all invested all this... It's like it's like supporting a candidate for president, and then the night of the election, like, I don't want to do it, and they drop out. And it's like, we just spent all this time growing these damn beards for your approval. It was fun, though. And now and now we're not, and now we're beards aren't cool anymore? Did you have a beard during the election last no, time? No, this was like his Al Gore post-election okay. beard. Like, <laughs> I'm in the woods now. Leave me alone. Like yeah. Hillary Clinton, she wore that funky-ass sweater out in the woods, and someone found her. She looked like Gandalf. would like, run through, like, a Twizzler factory or something. Had all these weird colors and fabrics on her. It's like, I'm just out in these woods. I don't want to go back. That was John with his beard. But it makes me now think he should maybe grow – I want everything to be done differently I than see. it happened last time. Right. So now you okay. might have to grow the beard again. Grow the beard before no, the election. the beard is never coming back. Wait. <sighs> we can't be making sweeping <laughs> statements like that. We don't know – we have to be open uh, to I'll everything. I'll tell you what. The, if we can raise a certain amount of money in our Patreon. Look at this capitalist. Look at Tom back. Steyer up in here. <laughs> Look at Tom Steyer right here starting to dance. Go ahead, John. Yeah, we'll, we'll come up with some benchmarks. Yeah. We might have some We might have some body modification benchmarks. Right. It's like, if, yeah, if we get so much from up, maybe David will will show everybody the tattoo that he has. Yeah, we're, no, no. It's a private, it's a, it's a private tattoo. It's a need-to-know basis. <laughs> Uh, okay, so John, who are you voting for on Tuesday in the North Carolina primary? I'm voting for Biden. I uh, would consider voting for Warren if she had a chance. I really think she would be the best president, but this is a strategic uh, thing that I'm doing. I would like for somebody to emerge to slow down Sanders. Because you just think Sanders can't pull it off against the president? I think Sanders can win. I think Biden, again, a lucid Biden, has a better chance to win, and Biden helps the Senate way more than Sanders. I'm not signing on to any of this Biden. Really? Biden endorsement. No. Really? No. Hey, I'm not a Biden fan. 
I definitely wish it was somebody other than Biden. But right now it's Sanders or Biden. He's done nothing to show that he's capable of getting these votes. Like, he, first of all, he's, he's definitely not convincing he can be lucid by next Tuesday. Like, that <laughs> that's, that does not seem like easy right. money to me. And if he does get everything on Tuesday, I'm going to be upset. What you're saying is like, this guy did not earn it. I think he, this is what I think he earned. I think he earned South Carolina. That's something I feel like his career has earned him getting like I can handle I don't want him to be like outright humiliated I it pains me watching what is happening and his he seems so shocked by all of it he seems shocked that he's running for president he seems shocked that people are mad at him he's (laughs) let him have South Carolina I don't as a a little like door prize like before he goes home yeah a little an extra medal like he got the medal from Obama then it'll be like the South give him a trophy give him an actual trophy like I think that would make him feel good he could hold it up and say I feel terrific with this trophy. He Thank you, South it. Carolina. I feel like a real winner. Yes. But I'll only serve one term. Oh, <laughs> like, terms are only two days long? Well, okay. <laughs> it was great talking to everyone again. I really enjoyed it. God bless America. Goodbye. Yes. I used to be so... I mean, I was never into his... Po- well, I think in 88... Did he run in 88, John? Uh, I believe he or, ran. Or 92. I remember that primary being like, he seems like a smart guy. He was on the Senate Foreign and Foreign Relations Committee or something. They're like, he seems okay. It was another election he didn't win. Yeah. Uh, and then over the years, it was just like, he's he's affable. We like the weeping Biden with the Obama Yeah, opinion. yeah, and he's been through a lot. He just yeah. like, seems like a real person. But if he gets all of it, if he sweeps Super Tuesday after the performance that he has put on. Then you get nervous. I get mad. I mad get, at Biden or I mad get, at the voters? I get mad at this country. Just like, at everybody. If Elizabeth Warren's not going to get anything. Yeah, that's going to be tough. And then that, Biden. Yeah, and who's, then Biden's just like, dody dody yeah. dody do. I don't think that's going to happen on Super Tuesday, though. I think Bernie is going to I think Bernie's going to crush on Super Tuesday. So, David, are you going to vote for Bernie? On Tuesday? Yeah. No, I'm going to vote hmm. for Warren. Let me vote for her once in my life. I've, I've, I've liked her since the... Like the Occupy days. Like, yeah. let me just vote for Elizabeth Warren once and then I'll get in line and I'll do whatever I have to do for whoever is going to be the nominee. But that's... just let me have one. Just let me have a little moment yeah. in the, in the yeah, booth with fine. the person who I like the best. But you think Sanders is going to lose if he's the nominee. You think Sanders will lose to Trump. <sighs> I kind of do. I don't know why. I'm probably already psychologically hedging. But I mean, again, and do if... you think Biden will lose? Yeah, probably. I mean, this Biden. <laughs> I don't know. The Biden thing is making me feel a little bit down. If Biden. OK. I mean, I so. Does this guy even want to be yeah. president? It's bad. It's really bad what we have as, as far as options. But to it, me. It's not good. The only thing I don't. I I feel like it's all been such a mess. But I have been. Even though I want Warren. I have been heartened to see Bernie win. Sure. I think absolutely he'll bring out the youth more than anyone else will. You think he'll bring out the youth more than Joe Biden would? I don't know. Joe Biden's got those cool headphones. Beats by Dre. <laughs> yeah. All right. South Carolina bets. You know what, John? Bernie winning South Carolina is trading at nine cents. Let me just buy 10 shares. Just just, just let me help. Let's Here we go. Little... No, I think that's a, that's a smart Why buy. not? Nine not, cents? Not I mean, I he could. Bernie is going to win. No, but it's that like, what? Yeah. really cheap. Yeah, that's really cheap. Yeah. And Biden's at 91. So it seems like everyone thinks he's a lock. For Super Tuesday. He went up two cents while we've been recording. Who did? Biden. He was at 89 when we started. Yeah, he's got it. Put him in his bathtub and tell him the Oval Office is flooded because bathtubs kind of look like ovals. He'd be like, we got to work on this situation. Water's so warm. It's a... <laughs> I, th- I think Bernie at 36 cents in North Carolina is a pretty good buy, too. Really? Um, th- th- 
Well, the thing is, in North Carolina, we've had a ton of early voting, and a lot of that early voting has occurred while Biden has been sputtering and someone else was actually surging, Bloomberg, who has also now been sputtering. Bloomberg's in the top three at North Carolina. I mean, he's not going to win it, but he's at eight cents. Meanwhile, yeah. Elizabeth Warren is down here with... <laughs> God, not only with not only with Hillary Clinton, but also with Deval Patrick and Beto O'Rourke trading at one cent. Why don't they put Harley Quinn on this board? She'd probably be trading higher than Elizabeth Warren. One cent. Bloomberg. Jesus, we even talk about let's save let's save him for another day, because that's the whole other thing we haven't even addressed, how he's going to wreck everything. Yeah, because he's staying in the whole time. Oh, totally. He would rather have Trump be president than Bernie Sanders be president. Don't you think? Oh, 100 percent. John. Who is this? Michael Bloomberg, a famous billionaire. You're not from New York. You probably never heard of him. <laughs> if you are anti-Biden, then you definitely want Bloomberg to stay in because he is is taking. He, sure. He's the one who's costing Biden big. Right. Uh, Bloomberg is the one who has put Sanders in the poll position. Totally. So if I'm betting with my heart, I'm rooting for Bloomberg to stay in. Yeah, because Bloomberg keeps a lot of people at yeah. bay. That I well, need. he just splits up the vote with Biden, and that lets Bernie. Mm-hmm. Keep on trucking, right? Although, whoa, that means Elizabeth Warren, maybe by attacking Bloomberg, wasn't helping Bernie. She was helping Biden against Bernie I... because she wants to make Bloomberg untenable. That would help Biden. And then if Biden gets up again, that hurts Bernie. And maybe that's when Elizabeth Warren sneaks in. But I don't think that's what she did. I think she honestly is the type of person who's like, I don't like Bloomberg's policies and I don't like what he represents. And then double click. Now we go. So North Carolina Democratic primary. I'm going to bet. You know what? Let me just on principle. Let me even though it's 93 cents per share. Let me buy some shares that Bloomberg will not win that, even though I won't make a lot of money just to make my voice heard. Oh, my God. This is going to be such a mess. This primary is about to get so messy. And we have to just ride these waves because there's going to be so much volatility and insanity. I want everyone to remember that you don't have to ride the wave till it hits the beach. You ride the wave till it makes sense to fall off. So when you're betting, don't fixate on will this pay out on when the market closes. Fixate on what do I think is going to happen within the next few days and can I make money off of it, right? Don't worry about where things wind up. Worry about how they get there and the trajectory. Which is a good way of coping with the next 10, how many months? Eight months? 60 months. I got to log in for the first time. Oh, boy. This is me putting in my... This is you jumping over the overgrown hedge... By the abandoned school. I wonder if I still remember my password. There's a crack in the window. If I use this old lacrosse stick, I may be able to wedge my way into the old science classroom where they used to pants me. John, it says I'm 22% of the way to level four. Oh, this is the other thing that predicted has turned it into a cult. It's like Scientology <laughs> now where you can work your way up the leaderboard and they have all these different dippy names for the, for the, for yeah. depending on how good the returns on your investments are. But I'm going to vote for the South Carolina Democrat. Oh God! Because the South Carolina Democratic primary, even though I think Biden's going to win, I guess I if I'm going to do my voting for my heart, yeah. I got to vote for Bernie in South Carolina. Although my heart kind of says I want Joe Biden to only get South Carolina. Uh, Joe Biden can have a South Carolina as a little treat. Yeah. All right, then vote for that. We'll give our updates next week. Yeah, yeah. But the great race has begun. I can't wait for next week's episode when we can finally talk about how much money 
we made or lost. God, so I'm what do you so think? ready for revenge? <laughs> I just got so excited. <laughs> what do you think is your cap? What do you think right now, day one? I don't know, five hundred dollars maybe over the course of the election. I'll probably put in five hundred dollars if if I get a job. I don't know. Depends on a lot of things. <laughs> right? It all depends on how fast the therapy reimbursement checks come. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I was talking about that yesterday. Like, when do I? When do you process super bill? Because uh, I got an election coming up. I have got to start making some money. It's like, oh, it's not a super bill. I have to do with this thing. And then you get reimbursed for half of it. I was like, all right, man, leg shaking. Like, okay, because, uh, you know, Super Tuesday is coming up, man. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of bets. There's like a lot, a lot of chatter on the message boards on Predict It. And, uh, yeah, if we could just get that uh, uh, therapy reimbursement, then I would have a little li- liquidity. And uh, then I could bet on uh, Tom Steyer. Because uh, my friend thinks Tom Steyer has a chance because he's the only one who yells softly. And it seems like he's having fun on the d- debate stage. So um, why, why don't you and I go get my car and we'll just drive to the insurance company right now. And maybe we could just talk to Blue Cross Direct. Anyway, so it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're glad to be back. We're here to make our money. Mm-hmm. We're here to take our revenge, mm-hmm. and we're here to help everyone listening to us make their way through this tumultuous and historic election season. Guys, I can't believe we're doing this again. Election Profit Makers is a Radio Point production. Follow us on patreon.com slash election profit makers. Listen and subscribe to Election Profit Makers wherever you get your podcasts. And please don't forget to rate and review. It really helps us out. And send your election prediction questions. I can't believe we're doing this again, too. Send your election prediction questions to contact at electionprofitmakers.com. Have a great week. Bye. Hello. Hi, may I please speak to John Kimball? This is John. Hi, Mr. Kimball. This is David. Um, we're calling on the behalf of the candidate uh, Mike Bloomberg. How would you like to make $500 a day posting positive memes about M- Mayor Bloomberg on your social media account? I actually kind of might want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> what? I would do that. $500 a day? Come on. It was what? $150 a post? If it's $500 a day, Starley's looking at me with total contempt. I'm in. It's $2,500 a week just to go on my Instagram and be like, hey, I've given it a lot of thought. I think Mayor Bloomberg is pretty cool. Oh, my God. He's so funny. He's just like has the most, he's just like so self-deprecating. It's kind of this anti-charisma that's really cool. You know, it's like an adult swim show as a mayor running for president.